Welcome to the Knights of the Billiards Table Podcast Network. This is another edition of whatever the fuck we're going to call this. Some new stuff. The date is August 20th, 2013. Thanks for joining us. How's everyone doing today? Party time. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's the other podcast. Smart people time. That's what this is. Yeah. <laughs> Just Dan and I talking about just random stuff that we find that's pretty current, pretty uh relevant to the world we're currently living in. Yeah, pretty relevant. That that's the word I was looking for. <sighs> so we pulled up some stuff, looking at some random things. One of the one that caught both of our eye is uh, a study. I've heard of this before, but this is I just haven't gotten into any of this specific numbers of it. Researchers asked 1,100 people nationwide what news sources they consumed in the past week and then asked them questions about domestic and foreign issues. And this is just showing which news outlets uh, the people watched and how many questions they averaged correct. There was only five questions for domestic and four for foreign. Well, Fox News Channel is often the uh, beating, bo- you know, whipping boy for uh, Daily Show and Colbert Report. Well, now we have statistics to show that out of five questions, the average domestic questions answered are 1.04 for people from who watch Fox News, which, of course, is less than no news at all. People who did not watch any news at all scored higher than people who watch Fox News. They averaged 1.22. MSNBC, 1.26. CNN, 1.26. Basically, it's bad. All these one side or the other leaning news stations, all of them scored less than The Daily Show, which averaged 1.42. The only ones that scored higher than them, at least on the domestic front, were were the Sunday news shows and uh, NPR. So what I what I find interesting, just uh, not focusing on Fox News, we can get to that in a second. But just in general, how um, they the average was like one point six. So that means out of five questions, just five questions about uh, current events uh, going on. The av- like the average person could couldn't even answer two questions correctly. Yeah, um, and they've been obviously the people that they um, asked the you know eleven hundred and change of people had been exposed to a specific source uh, a news source for their facts and the fact that we're going to these people for facts and either. I don't know. I can't. It's either A, that they're just not, you know, remembering and they're not comprehending what they're being told, or it's more along the lines of judging by this data that we are just not being misinformed by our news. I think that's a bigger part of it than it should be. I don't know if that's the whole issue. Yeah, yeah it can't be. Yeah. I would just say that it's, it's more that, and it's more the, 
it's just like when you watch the nightly news, people think, you know, with Tom Brokaw or who, you know, something like that, you would expect a certain level of, you know, he seems legit when he's talking. Yeah, exactly. And it's not so much that he's, uh, uh, exposing an agenda or telling a, a specific viewpoint only. It's just he avoids specific details on a given subject matter that may inconvenience the agenda he would like to push. Fox News is more blatant, I think, more obvious about it. MSNBC saw that business model, and I've seen an interview with Jon Stewart from The Daily Show calling out uh, Rachel Maddow from MSNBC saying, no, it's not that you are the opposite of that. It's that you saw that as a good business model to be ideological in your giving of news and took the the viewpoint you took you took that business model and applied it to msnbc which just happened to be more liberal than fox news is conservative uh so i think that would be more accurate and then just as far as nbc msnbc and fox i think they're and cnn is bad about that too but then you your your national news you know just on channel you know your NBC, your regular NBC, CBS nightly news stations. I think they are a little bit more legit, but by the same, but the, just because they don't push a viewpoint, but they will avoid hurting their viewpoint. True. So yeah. So basically, what you gathered from this data that it's showing is that it's not so much that our our news is misinforming us; they're just not giving us the entire picture. Yeah, of a said topic, stuff. they're uh, yeah they're admitting stuff and not telling us stuff, and then so um, when I guess that these people that they questioned uh, and polled uh, couldn't answer, you know, you know basically over almost four quest four out of five questions because they didn't get all the facts. So with that being said, they're. You're getting, according to this data, you're going to get a full, more full, fuller story, more full story out of like the Daily Show than you would, you know, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News. Um, obviously, by this data, it's showing that on a domestic front and an um, international front, that obviously in NPR is the, the giving. People who listen to that almost exclusively or have a higher, at least for these questions, they retain more at the very least of uh, accurate facts rather than viewpoints from what they're listening to. Mm -hmm. NPR being the publicly funded uh, AM station. Yeah, I can't think of anybody who's under the age of 50 who actually listens to NPR. No. I mean, I, no. <laughs> we have short attention spans, A, and we are visual creatures, especially yeah. the younger you are, you're more visual, so it just, that it wouldn't be in our radar. Just, I mean, we watch, uh, you know, people even... Young people don't watch MSNBC and Fox News as much. They'll watch The Daily Show. I mean, just I think it's just because it's a shorter format. It's half an hour. Bang, bang, shorter format. Um, it's more 
aesthetically appealing with all the uh, kind of witty pictures and graphs to kind of hold yeah. their attention. Um, but it's also on the, you know... It's, it, it's comedy that has a facts yeah. as a bit background. Yeah, exactly. Versus whatever... You know, yeah. they're just going to, on like a CNN or MSNBC, which, granted, they are trying to go to more, uh, appeal more by bringing in social media and um, stuff like that and making it more more flair in their news with like Anderson Cooper, 360, and all that kind of stuff. Like, they're all trying to implement that. But, yeah, The Daily Show is definitely going to attain the retain the attention span of the younger generations much more in it by its format. Yeah, well, just because it's comedy, too. Like, it, yeah. It, we're more, you know, I'm definitely more likely to watch it, you know. I, I watch both of those shows every night they come on. I, you know, they, I don't feel like they're screwing me. And whatever seems fishy to me, because obviously they're both liberal-leaning, you know, comedians, uh, Whatever seems a little bit screwed to me, I'll go and research on my own. Just because if I'm going to bring up a point that they brought up, I want to know that it's not just a a, a joke or like a, you know, a, yeah, a comic thing like something he emphasized and, and for the, comedy's sake. Yeah, and they're granted they are comedy first. That's why they're on Comedy Central, Comedy Network. Um, but just like any news that we're seeing, just like any news source. Uh, they're not going to give you all the facts. You know, they're going to give you enough of the facts to infor- reinforce to their the punchline. Yes, exactly. To get the punchline. So they're not going to... So yeah, you kind of have to do some of your own research, uh, research on your own. As far as if you want to make actual points beyond that of just the joke, you're going to have to do that. Uh, well, what I find slight slight tangent, but uh, when watching the Colbert report, um, talking about how other news, actual news networks like MSNBC, C- CNN, and Fox News are trying to appeal to the younger generations by implementing all the social media like Facebook, Twitter, etc. Um, so, how Colbert was joking on like how news has become like. Um, they're going to give you like a headline and then they're going to pull or basically the news becomes, they're going to pull you on it. So then you're putting your input and then they're just going to regurgitate your input back onto you. And that's now become the new source, you know, whether it's they're quoting tweets that you said or quoting polls that you people, the listeners, viewers took. Yep. And apparently that's become news now rather than just giving facts. Yep. Once you have guys like Larry King on Twitter and, you know, that, you know, Wolf Blitzer tweet us at, what the fuck are you talking about? First of all, you probably have never Twittered in your life. It's some, you know, marketing intern or some shit like that that's running your actual Twitter page. And because it's not you, you know, it's, it doesn't seem, you know, you're, you're trying to force yourself into this medium that is not natural to you know who they are mm-hmm. and it's and it becomes obvious when you know they, they MSNBC and CNN they'll introduce the people and they'll have the little blurb blown you know this is so and so you know Wolf Blitzer and then under that it'll have his fucking Twitter tag yeah like come on people this you're supposed to be like a news source and fucking act like it yeah so um 
I don't really like it. Uh, you know, I'd rather just have you give me the information, give me the facts. That's what I come to you for. I want to know what's going on. But by the same token, they can't because people don't watch. True. People don't watch. It's just too dry. So Fox News, you know, flared it up with, you know, we're fair and balanced. Then, oh, my God, the liberals are destroying the world, and this is how today. And then MSNBC is, you know, taking that and moved toward the opposite. Oh, look at what the damn Republicans are doing. They don't give a shit about anyone. And CNN is just, like, screaming, and you have – I mean, look at like, the uh, the Mad Money show. You ever seen that show? It's, uh, briefly, yeah. It's ridiculous. He has a fucking soundboard full of huge red buttons. And do we buy this? No, fuck no. And it has like he's like fucking morning zoo. Yeah. He's supposed to be giving stock market advice. Yeah, and it's very very gimmicky. It, it is, and he got called but, out on Fox on uh, Daily Show for <laughs> like two days before. Uh, I think it was AIG uh, recommending, no, don't bail on this one. It is a solid investment. John Stewart called him out on it, and he goes, no, I never said buy it. And he goes, oh, okay, and then they go to the clip, and it's like something very similar to, but he goes, oh, I guess that's not the one you were talking about. How about this one you did two weeks before that? Hmm. Uh, no, not that one. What about the one that was like three months before that one? No, not that one. How about this one that was six months before? The entire time you were recommending the shitty stock that was going to tank, and <laughs> you're sitting there trying to justify it to people, and it's bullshit. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know enough about stocks and to know the legitimacy of what he's talking about when he when they have people call in and ask about certain stocks and this, that, and the other. So, but I, I can see from the couple episodes that I watch, it's very, very gimmicky. Just you know, yeah. Just watching the way he delivers the information just tells me that you, you know, yeah. I it's, can't take anything you say seriously. Exactly. When you got fucking, like it's hey ringing bells and shit. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. If you wanted me to just take it seriously, you have to act serious. So, but getting back to the point of the article that we were reading, um, with how they, the average person, uh, like, what's the average, uh, how many questions they can answer correctly, etc. Um, the point of the article was to just show that somebody who has been exposed to no news um, that week answered, on average, um, roughly 20% or no not 20% um you know two-tenths yeah two-tenths of a percent higher than fox news on domestic issues or just two two-tenths more of a question like 1.04 questions right if you watch fox news and 1.22 questions right so basically the the point of the article is demonstrating that people answered on average uh more correctly as far as current uh affairs than people who watch Fox News. And then you go to international questions, and no news ranks higher than both Fox News and MSNBC. So I feel like with that being said, there is either a problem with the target audience that watches Fox News and MSNBC, or there is something wrong with the news itself. From those organizations. Well, I think 
I think everything about both those news stations is wrong, and CNN included. And the, John Stewart called him out on it, and I've you know listen, been listening. The reason I'm going to reference him a lot is just because I've been listen, uh, checked up on a lot of his interviews lately um, on his show and on other shows. And what the problem he saw, and I think I tend to agree with it, is that they focus on sensationalism. The 24-hour news networks folk have to amplify something that might otherwise be nothing just so they have something to talk about for 24 hours. Yeah. Because so there isn't that much interesting shit going on every 24 hours, especially in Washington where nothing fucking happens. Yeah. It's a stagnant place, so it's, they spend, you know, those stations were made for events like 9-11, when shit goes down. Well, or, and, or, like, what's become more popular now is just whatever the big trial or court case that is going on. Yeah. Um, that, and to me, that's that's not, when it, when it comes down to breaking down certain situations and interviews and, you know, motives and everything else like we're dealing with a court case whether it was like um you know trayvon martin or um well i think even those are more uh just pulling something from nothing because there's tons of those kind of stories happening all the time they just grab one out of thin air to me that's more drama than that is news that's yes that's what they need To, to engage their viewers they need that drama they need something to be happening. Yeah, and it just becomes so, a soap opera. And, and that and fills time until another attack happens or something. You know, yeah. some shit goes down, you know, some explosions go off. 9-11, Boston bombings, the, you know, Benghazi, anything like that. I mean, they were made for, you know, Iraq invasions where they could have the cameras up and have reporters in hotels and they can cut to every 10 minutes. So what's been happening now? Oh man, we heard some explosions down the street. That's they're waiting for that. And in the meantime, they go, Oh, look at this Trayvon Martin case. And granted that was a little bit different. That was an, you know, but it's not like a white person doesn't kill a black person ever. You know, it's like that's a rare thing. I mean, and the Trayvon Martin thing got blown up to be white versus black, and he wasn't even fucking white. He was Peruvian. Yeah, but but <laughs> it, it, like it started off like I could see reporting on the case as it stuff develops, more stuff comes out, but it really did become like it. You every news station just turned it into like you said, just they they made it something sensationalism much, yeah made it something much more than it really was and that to me that's not news anymore and it it's really unfortunate but I, as we can see um if you're watching the news and you statistically you are dumber than the people that don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> you are less educated about it than people who don't if you watch fox news or msnbc yeah. and cnn by the way, at least on international, barely beat out no news. So it's right in there, too. I shoved that one right in there happily. See, it's yeah. CNBC, MSNBC, all the damn over-the-top networks like that. Fox Business, I'm sure, would be somewhere in there, too. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can get into specific stations if we want to, but think pretty much it's the, I would say it's the same conversation for both sides of the aisle whether you're you know li- liberal or conservative republican democrat 
if you watch these stations, you're only hearing that viewpoint and it's being amplified and they're emphasizing statistics that support their point. So you just end up being less educated overall about the subject. Mm-hmm. And it's sad when a comedy show is beating out all these other stations consistently. It's really, yeah. really bad. <laughs> but like I said, I think part of that goes back to um, just retaining the information. That too. Maybe. I, I, I'm not saying that's predominantly the reason. There, I can very much see the reasoning like that you're getting more factual information um, than had you watched Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, etc. Um, but I feel like in the format that it's presented in, it, it for me and our younger generation, it would be much more easily retainable. Yeah. Being a joke form, maybe you remember the punchline to you remember the statistic or something more, maybe, versus some artificially inflated drama that was pulled out of Wolf Blitzer's ass. I mean, it's. I guess it would be the format, you know. Yeah. Just the way it's presented, like you say, and then well, like I said, I think that plays a, a part, but a, only a small part. That's definitely not the reasoning. Like the point that this data is showing is still there. Yeah. Just don't watch news. You'll be smarter for it. <laughs> You'll be more <laughs> abreast of current events if you don't watch news. According to this. Well, well, I wish uh, they would have taken a poll of somebody who watches like. Somebody who doesn't just watch Fox News or just MSNBC. Somebody who actually watches, like, probably right down the middle, half and half. I, I want someone who watches 50-50 Fox News and MSNBC and watch their brain explode. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Uh, they would just have, like, fights inside their head. Just <laughs> By the end, he's just schizophrenic. Yeah. I am right. You're fucking stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> rambling on to themselves. Uh, yeah, and sh- sure enough, their head just eventually, yeah, explodes. and Just short circuits. <laughs> just like, I can't do it anymore. But no, when I when I had, uh, I know when I had satellite radio in my car for, you know, a brief period of time when I first got it, uh, I flipped back, like, because they were right next to each other. I would just be conservative talk radio and liberal talk radio, and I enjoyed listening to both sides. I would just like, oh, commercial break, flip to the other one. Oh, commercial break, flip the other one and i could see possibly how i would get more facts out of that than just listening to one or the other oh that makes sense i mean if you listen to both sides you're bound to get the truth (laughs) because both of them are spouting off facts but only the ones that pertain to what they're trying to push Uh, eventually i just have to piece it together for myself (laughs) yeah and then you just go to a statistics you know spreadsheet or something to find you know pull it all together oh that's what they were both talking about they're both stupid don't say that at all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah we won't get into the statistics argument but statistics are just manipulated data yeah to prove your point yeah well statisticians statisticians i would think would be the ones that are manipulating what is statistics are just numbers and it's how you use them that will determine, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. The validity of it. Uh, I think we're done on that one. 
Let's move on to another subject. Um, Which one are we talking about? The uh, stop and frisk. Uh, stop and frisk that was brought up in New York City and has been challenged in court. Uh, is now they're having to provide more data to the judge before the judge is going to make their thing. But now Detroit is picking up the stop and frisk laws that were effectively kind of put on I don't know if they're on hold exactly or in New York or what exactly is going on with that um, I'm pretty sure uh, from what I understand is like they're questioning the constitutionality of it of course and they're going up the ranks in court of course but that's in the meantime it, the laws are it's the procedures are still there they are still implementing these stop and frisks as we speak. And I was looking at the statistics from years. Apparently, these came into place about 2002, 2003, and it was consistently 50, 50 or more percent were African-American being stopped, 30 or so percent were Latinos, and then around 10 percent were white people. Uh, 89% of those, at least in 2000, and that's – Pretty much the number across the board is about 90, roughly around just shy of 90% of them were completely innocent and not guilty of any crimes whatsoever. Uh, let's see here. 6% in 2011 led to arrests. So is it constitutional? Is it right? Is it not right? I don't know. seems pretty fucked up to me that... They can just come up to you, stop you, talk to you, interrogate you, and then frisk you for no fucking reason. You've broken no laws. You've given them no reason to be suspicious of you other than the fact that you happen to be there at the time. Uh, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I think it is um, very much a too much power. That's just... You be granted, like, that is very, in my opinion, unconstitutional. You were asking about the guns and the violence, and it says in 2011, guns turned up only one out of every 879 police stops. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it, but it's, for me, uh, they keep bringing up the issue of it them racially profiling because they love to bring this issue up anywhere and everywhere they can racially profiling and it is a disproportional amount of african americans and then next would be latino americans being stopped over you know well, white americans caucasians and the judge and, that was doing the thing that i guess she didn't put it on hold but maybe she should have but the point she made to not stop it was that the Areas that the uh, crime rates were high, that they focused their stop and frisk on, were just low-income areas, which are traditionally uh, minority. Yeah, very you know, have much. Have a high minority population, so statistically, much. it would make sense that yeah, they're yeah. going to get hit more. Yes, like the high crime rate areas are generally the um, lower income areas of Which, the state and of, of New York and it's just like predominantly those areas are African American and Latino American and so they're obviously going to patrol those areas more than they would in 
other neighborhoods that are statistically lower in crime rate and murder rate. So I I I don't I, I don't like how they bring up the issue of being racially profiled. Yes, it is in my opinion it's not right. It's not, you know, they just should not have that power to be able to just come up, question you, and frisk you for no apparent reason whatsoever. But I, it bothers me when they want to throw that race card out there. Well, and it's, I can, you know, as a white, per, as white people, there's only so much we can really speak to on the subject just because, you know, we're only seeing our viewpoint of it. But, uh, it just seems in certain situations it's being abused uh, for one reason or another. People just feel, you know, I, I don't know where the real line in the sand is. And I think we were talking, I think we were talking about it yesterday when we were watching The Daily Show. They were interviewing, you know, black people uh, and white people. And, uh, it's, I don't know. The racial card, it's just the racism that is today is not what it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. You know, so these 20-year-old kids that are complaining about racism, not that their point isn't valid, but they have to realize, you know, they, they don't understand the context with, with that, that racism versus this is... This is egregious and da da da, and yeah, it may not be right, but you know some of the terminology. Do this is really fucked up. No, it's not right, but what was really fucked up is being you know police dogs being suck on you know go get them, go get the black guy. Yeah, uh, sprayed with you know fire hydrants. Yeah, the water hoses. Um, being attacked just for being black and being you know wanting to sit in the front of the bus. Yeah, just complete. Utter seg- segregation. That- Re- real, real racism, like the obvious racism, is not, I don't think, is there to the degree that they would like to think anymore. Now, the racism that is there is more subtle. And I think it's just like I heard an inter- interesting interview with the guy from Totally Biased, uh, W. Kamal Bell. He has a show on FX called Totally Biased. He is a black guy, and he has interesting, intelligent, comedic, but real discussions on race and on, you know, minority versus the majority, whether it be men versus women, black versus white, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And he was saying that, uh, like, it, it's just more subtle. Like, if... Um, the guy that was interviewing him, Burt Kreischer, was talking about how he went to the DMV and he saw a black kid basically give up on the system. Like he watched him just like say, fuck it. The kid was going to, you know, up at the counter and he's, and the lady asked, you know, a white lady behind the counter asked for his birth certificate. He goes, I don't have a birth certificate. How do you not have a birth certificate? And like the way she just got shitty with him. For no real reason, just like he didn't have it, he didn't know how to get a hold of it. And then he was like, I was, you know, the guy that was interviewing was talking about, you know, I was, you know, I'm white and I was sitting there, I go, I wouldn't know how to get my fucking birth certificate. The difference is, though, he, uh, W. Kamal Bell said, it was like, yeah, but that white lady would have probably like, well, let's see what we can do for you. 
versus the way she got real shitty with the black kid and she just he, he said i just watched him like basically give him to say fuck it and leave and he's basically just gonna go drive illegally now probably not bother to get a license probably gonna get you know pulled over one day and then he'll have a little bit of weed in his pocket and he'll get fucking popped for weed and not having a license and it's over something dumb that shouldn't have happened you know just because one lady said you know one white lady got shitty with him for you know too quick for no fucking reason that's yeah i believe and uh what chris rock said about like the uh snl saturday night live was that they aren't racist there they just have a white people just have a shorthand that black people don't have like the same way black people have a shorthand amongst themselves white people have a shorthand amongst ourselves just the way we talk you know it it's it was hard i was trying to understand what he was talking about but it's just basically like you know goes down to that shorthand at the dmv you know the example of the dmv oh Let's see what we can do for you. Let's see, what, you know, how can we get a hold of this? How can we fix this? You know, if some, there's somebody we can get due to fax a copy in or something like that. Versus, if you don't have a uh, copy of your, you don't have your birth certificate. There's nothing I could do for you. Just that kind of shorthand, that that little different, subtle difference, you know, is kind of the racism that I think is more prevalent today. That yeah, yeah, I, I we definitely don't understand. There's definitely because I mean an issue that came up recently when Oprah Winfrey was shopping in a pretty expensive store. It was like in Sweden or and, something. Yeah, in in Sweden, and she and the uh, sales associate or whatever that was trying to help her. Um, she was looking at a purse, and the sales associate pointed her in the direction of a much cheaper purse. Well, and more than that, wouldn't even bring out the purse to let her see it, like yeah. take a closer inspection of it. It was like a $30,000 purse or some ridiculous amount of money. she was borderline racially profiled at that point. So, yeah. um, That's not even in America. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. So it's very – there is subtle racism – today that does exist i i'm very aware of it and people there are still people like that not everybody but there are people and i mean even our buddy josh you know your cousin he you know he wears black and you know all blacked out and he looks kind of crazy he's a white guy but you know you saw it yourself just how people judge Based on the way thing he clothes, you know, clothes he wears at the bar, you know, they're just they're you know if they do interact with them, some people are just short and creeped out and don't get it, so they, you know, it's a different shorthand. There's versus when I walk up there, just like we went to go to a club and uh, they check my ID, okay, you're fine. Check Corbin's ID, okay, you're fine. And check Josh's ID. Oh, we got a list tonight. They wouldn't let us in. Just because of him, just because the way he dressed, the way the way he looked, and I think that's something similar to the kind of you know not obvious stuff that's happening. Yeah, to yeah black a people. form of profiling. Yeah, pro- profiling. It's not racial profiling for him. It's just you know based on the clothes he wears. Yeah. Uh. So I, I don't know. This this stopping back to the point. Uh, the article at least. The uh, stop and frisk thing, it, it there's validity to it, and I can also see where it can easily go astray. 
right, where it can easily be abused. Yeah, um, very much abused. I the for me, looking at it from their point of view, is that even though they're only it's showing that like six percent of the time or whatever they're actually catching somebody like somebody six, yes it was six percent lead to arrest six percent six percent that's six percent reduced crime rate potentially in their eyes and they're you know and the other point that they were reading um that some of the judges were that were in favor of it were stating that by criminals are now more mindful of what they are carrying with them whereas before they didn't really care because there was no stop and frisk but now since in the article they're saying detroit is going to adopt a stop and frisk policy um just like new york has been doing for years now um now criminals will think about what they're putting in their pocket before they leave they're not necessarily going to be carrying that gun because they're worried about stop and frisk just being randomly pulled over and by that gun not being in his possession that could potentially save a life and that's where their thought process comes in i get that but we have the fourth amendment for a reason and this is a blatant disregard of it you cannot be you know they can't detain you unless you've broken a law and this is allowing that. This is, you know, giving police free reign to do that. There's legal ways to go about all this shit, and then there's what they're doing. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I don't, I don't think this is constitutionally right by any means. Um, I was just, saying, I understand their thought process, but there needs to be a different way, a legal way, or I mean. I saw that video. I think I might have sh- told you about it or showed you it guy on 4th of July was driving through a police stop uh, DUI checkpoint and you know they knock on the window have him pull his window down he rolls it down just a little bit and they're like well roll the window all the way down he goes I don't I don't have to I can hear you perfectly fine this is this is okay give, give me your ID uh, am I being detained he knows his rights. You can't detain me unless I've broken a law. Well, just driving through a DUI check- checkpoint is not against the law. Yeah. Uh, he So he gave him what he's required by law to give him, which is just a name birthday so he can run his record. Well, the cop pulls him, off, pulls him off to the side anyway. They do an illegal search on his car. Of course, he has nothing in there. He's broken no laws. And they just sent him on his way, and they just illegally detained and searched. Just because we put a DUI checkpoint and just because. This is a white guy, too. You know, this isn't a racial thing. This is just a white guy just driving through a checkpoint. Oh, well, just because, you know, these – we've created too many exceptions to, constant, you know, the Constitution where it's just – oh, well – the, just for this specific instance, it's okay. Yeah, they, they, he, and the reason this came about is because he did, he put a camera up in his passenger seat. Well, they didn't see that though. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like, yeah. they put a, they put a camera up. That's why we recorded it, and uh, he caught where what they they used was the they didn't just jump into his car. They had the 
dog sniff or you know the dog out to sniff the car and basically the cop tapped on the glass and made the dog and he was like oh yeah the dog they've taught the dog a signal to fake catching a whiff of something yeah so that's how they use the excuse to get into his car and to search his car because the dog and when when in the video you could see he tapped the glass for the dog to make the the dog just sniffed in the area, and the cop was like, oh, he caught something. You know, it, it was pretty, very sketchy. Um, it wasn't great. But at the same time, on the other point of view is the guy in the video, even though he knew his rights and knew what his rights were, and they even mentioned that. The cops mentioned that in the video when they didn't know it was recording before they found the camera. Um, they did, They mentioned that. And they're like, well, he knows his rights. He knows what he's talking about. Um, but uh, he was just ve- fucking ignoring him. <laughs> but he was very much a dick to begin with to the cops. Well, so they were. So since he was going to fuck with them, they didn't. They well, he were never fuck raised back. his voice. He didn't use a shitty tone. He just knew his he, rights and ex- exercised his rights. He had a tone. He definitely had a tone in the uh, video. I don't know. He about definitely that. like had that kind of pompous, arrogant. I know what I'm doing. Well, tone. it doesn't matter. He hasn't broken a law. I understand that. You can I'm have the shittiest attitude right. in the world as long as you're not pre- pre- preventing them from doing I, their job. It's I, not I, a law against I'm the not law. saying it was right, but I'm saying like they're in a position of power. If you're going to be a dick to them, they're like, well, if they, I mean, I'm going to be a dick back. And that's basically what happened. He he could have avoided all of that had he just rolled down his window, handed him a license, ran that his stuff, and they'd be like, all right, go ahead. But they can't ask for that. No, I well, know. They, or they can't demand that, rather. They yeah. can ask for it, but they cannot demand it. They exactly. They require it. That's true. But I'm saying, like, had he been like the other hundreds of people that have already been through there that night. All of that would have been avoided. He just tested their limits, and they were like, all right, if you want to test our authority, that's fine. We'll show you what our authority is capable of. Well, well, and it speaks to the system protecting itself in the sense that those none of them probably got in trouble. No one probably got anything more than a, hey, they reported that. Oh, well, yeah, well, oh, well. Like... Yeah, it well, it was definitely a very much a gray area because in the legal sense, they pulled him over. Um, they pulled him out of line, and they had the dog. They didn't just jump in right away, and the dog, quote unquote, sniffed something. Um, well, they couldn't pull him over though. They couldn't even do that because that's they detained him. They pulled him out of the car. He yeah. had to get out of the car. They detained him yeah. without probable cause. True. That's against the law. They broke the law. They had no reason to do that. They had no reason to even run the dog across other than they just wanted to be assholes. Yeah. And they've shown, you know, I've seen video, you know, multiple videos where it's just the dog, you know, they showed the dog a hand signal to false positive on you know, drug shit, mm-hmm. just for the sake of you know getting, you know, getting into a car. Yeah, I mean, it's it, any any incidents with stop and frisk and anything like that. It's just you need some form of probable cause before you just start detaining and searching people. Yep. And um, I'm not entirely sure how our you know system of law has got around this and been able to implement this because they're all part of it the judges are you know the judges are always going to believe a cop before they believe you 100 percent of the time 
They have no reason not to. They, oh, well, he's got the badge. You're just some schmuck. You're just somebody that he grabbed. You know, they're going to pick the cop over you all the time. So even if you are right and that's actually what happened in a given situation, they're going to believe the cop over you. And that's they're, they're given up this, you know, it. I, I don't hate cops. I hate cops who abuse power. I hate people who abuse power. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there's a rash of cops that give a bad name for the rest of them. You know, I don't know. I'm not going to make an assumption the statistics of it, you know, what the percentage of good cop to bad cop is. But, you know, if you're abusing your power, then you're shitty. I don't care who you are. Yeah. I don't care if you're a judge. I don't care if you're a cop. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're a shitty person. They're all supposed to be on the same page here, people. The fuck. Yeah, and and that that goes all the way up to the highest power, and as in our commander in chief. Yeah. Um, shitty people or shitty people. Yeah. I don't give a shit what your title is. You're still a shitty person, yeah. and you know. Yeah, that goes back to um, the NSA and all that good stuff. Oh yeah little update on that. I saw a new article that said the NSA can record up to 75% of the inter- of your internet traffic. <laughs> of your of United States citizens daily internet traffic. So, yeah, wow. <laughs> it's all part of that program, that prison program. And then sure enough, they're going to start selling information and they're, they're going to hear some crazy shit. The United States government cannot hold certain types of information, names connected to phone, certain phone numbers connected to credit cards and stuff like that without probable cause. But it is entirely legal for a company to do that and then to in turn sell that information to the FBI and to local law enforcement. And there is such a company. <laughs> I forget the name of the company, but it's out of, you know, somewhere up in New England somewhere. That just has server data banks connecting you, your phone number, your credit card, any information, any you're connecting Facebook information, photos, Twitter, all that shit, connecting it all to you. And they just hold on to it because it's legal. And whenever the FBI wants to do a search on you but hasn't done any research on their own mm-hmm. – they you know, call they, them. They call them, and you know, they get a monthly bill of how many people you checked out, and how you know how many dollars per person it is, or whatever it is. And they, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a real thing that a private company is collecting this and selling it to the United States government. And oh, by the way, if you got some money, you can go buy people's information too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> the Russian Business Network, which is the shadiest shit ever, uh, is runs credit cards and you know steals credit card information and has, on numerous times through shell companies and such, bought huge hunks of United States citizens' credit card information from this company. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Completely legal. Completely legal. <laughs> because it's not the government. They're not collecting their information. They're, they're paying someone else to do it for them. <laughs> so pretty much anything you put out there on the Internet is fair game. Even if you don't, your credit card, even if you don't run your credit card on the Internet, just having your credit card, if you run it at a store, it goes to the Internet. So, bam, they got you anyway. Exactly. Um, 
So, yeah. <laughs> Don't do anything illegal ever. <laughs> they already have everything they need to convict you. I know. I'm, I'm waiting for when they start busting people for downloading music illegally. Well, they, you know, you know, they did that already. That's already been happened. Yeah. Oh well. Say la vie. Well, I think we're done this week. Yeah, I think it was a pretty good, pretty good show. We had some. Got to come up with a name for this shit, man. Yeah. Um, if anybody actually listens to this, um, they should leave us a comment or a tweet or whatever, some form of response, and let us know what we should call this. For now, it's just going to be some news show or something. I don't know. News show. <laughs> we could just call it pilot episodes. <laughs> yeah, we can call it a pilot. Our news shit. <laughs> news pilot shit I don't know anyway thanks for listening folks see y'all for the pregame in a few days maybe Killian maybe maybe (laughs) peace bitches